This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, Bruce, how's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Yeah. Getting settled into the new place and keeping going, I guess. <laughs> you know, actually, I lied. It's um, it, it's it's only marginally good because I am at that point in my beard regrowth where oh, it yeah. is constantly itchy. Oh, yeah. All the time. And and I mean, I just look haggard. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This is It's like when they when they try to like in in bad movies or TV when they try to make somebody look like they have like the five o'clock shadow or something and they don't have a lot of experience yeah. doing the makeup, this is okay. what happens. Yeah. So not only do I get this, but it also itches. So that's so you need where... to get keep that skin moisturized too. Yes, yes, that's that that's also help with that itching. Also a big part of it. So um, yeah, you know, I've I've learned my lesson. I'll say that I learned my lesson about the the shaving mm-hmm. it all off. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Ten years from now, I'm sure it'll what, happen again. Twenty thirty one, I'll be like, you know what? Let's do it again. I haven't seen my <laughs> my chin in so many years. So, yes. But uh, enough about facial hair. Yes. So for today, anyways. Yes, for today. So uh, today we're talking about something that has been making the rounds. Uh, our our subject today is Jonah Hill. Yes. Uh, namely, a shirtless Jonah Hill and. Uh, Mm-hmm. How um, there was an article about him in a, a UK tabloid news site uh, that put up some photos of him surfing and then, uh, you know, taking off his shirt and drying off. Yeah. And there was as a whole thing. <laughs> yes, yes. So as you do. And so so we're going to talk about that because, um, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a pretty core thing to why we're here and why mm-hmm. we do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we do that, the news. Yes. And so uh, uh, this week, um, the news brings you an opportunity to, uh, well, get a dream job, free rent Mm -hmm. and a year's supply of wine. So what else do you need? Nothing, nothing. That's it. So (laughs) so uh, I received this this uh, PR pitch because a lot of companies send out they send out press releases and things to Chubster that they mm-hmm. want us to cover or talk about. And so I got this pitch and I thought, you know, somebody would want this. Okay. I mean, I, I, mean, I would probably want it, but you know, yeah, yeah. here we go. So, <laughs> uh, Murphy good, which is Murphy dash G O O D E. They're yep. pioneers of serious wine and serious fun. They are, um, looking to, uh, uh, hire someone they've launched, something called a really good job. And it's a four month nationwide search for one person to live out their ultimate dream job in wine country starting in August of this year. Okay. So the job comes with $10,000 per month as, as the salary. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, Rent free living for a year in the charming town of, we're going to say Healdsburg. Maybe it's Healdsburg, but I'm going to say Healdsburg because okay. that just feels right. It's one of Sonoma County's premier destinations and a year's supply of Murphy Good Wine. So, what uh, do you have to? Do? That sounds way too good to be true. So apparently, they've done this before. It says first launched in 2009, a really good job became a revolutionary campaign to create a real job opportunity in the wine industry 
at a time of economic distress and high unemployment. So, you know, when the bottom dropped out of everything back in 2008, 2009, they uh, threw this out there. The original campaign's goal was to chronicle a year of living and working at Murphy Good through social media. And it was kind of a new business area for wineries at the time. And, you know, we're, we're kind of in, in a really weird place right now in 2021 with the pandemic and everything else going on. So uh, they are bringing it back and uh, uh, basically showing that there are viable career opportunities in, uh, in the wine industry. So they're bringing it back. And for you to apply, they're asking candidates to pitch their ultimate dream job. So Murphy Good is casting the net wide and seeking candidates from across the country who want to follow their passion and land their dream job in the wine industry. So okay. it looks like contestants must create a short video explaining their ideal role in the wine industry and what they would bring to this company specifically to this winery Murphy Good. And then uh, you upload it to the official campaign website. Yeah. So the winner will be selected in July of 2021 mm -hmm. and announced at the same time. Uh, once they're selected, they start in August with their year long adventure uh, shadowing the, the main winemaker there. Uh, learning about the harvest, uh, kind of going through the entire uh, process. And, you know, once they kind of get the application and they've chosen the person, the company will work with whoever wins to kind of figure out what their ideal role at okay. the winery would be. And they'll fit them into that. So I'll be the taster. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe I'll be the one who crushes the grapes with my feet. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. I don't know if we want that. I don't know. $10,000 a month. Right. Crushed right. grapes. Yeah. Yes, please. So, so this is something that, um, you know, if, if you're like a, I don't, I don't know, a wine connoisseur, a wine head, I don't know. I don't a wino. Know. Yeah. If you're a wino, you know, then here you go. <laughs> this could be for you. So, uh, yeah, you can uh, check out the job description. It's at, uh, you can follow Murphy Good on Facebook, Instagram. They're at Twitter at Murphy, M U R P H Y G O O D E wine murphy good wine mm -hmm. so uh check them out it's also their website is murphygoodwinery.com so um i just thought this was cool it's fun to see these kind of things you never know you know who's going to get it how it's going to work out um the the winery has been around since 1985 and it's just kind of a fun thing and you know what we need fun right now yeah so. I, that does sound like fun it does say um you get the year-long position housing and 30 cases of wine um, but you have to be able to repetitively lift a minimum of 50 pounds. So oh, nice. You have to be able to move cases around probably. Or so, so that'll, that'll be the thing is you will be, you will be doing some work for your $10,000 per month salary, which, Hey, you know what? I, yeah. Yeah. Sounds fine. Mm -hmm. Sounds fine. So, so there That's we go. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll, I'll apply. I'll apply and see what happens. Do it. Do it. A year in wine country for $10,000 a month. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, That'd as long as okay. no more fires and stuff like that. But. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you, you apply, let us know. I'm just curious. It'd be fun yeah. to just kind of follow along. It does sound fun. Yes. Uh, well, I don't have any wine today. I would, no? If I would have known, I didn't know you were going to talk about that. I could have grabbed a bottle. Mm. Um, but my beer today is, again, from Stormbreaker Brewing. Yes. Down, down the street from me. 
probably going to have a lot of those on these episodes because <laughs> it's a, very convenient. Um, this one is the 2021 Winter Coat. Oh. It's the winter warmer brewed with tangerine and cacao nibs. Cacao. Cacao. Nice. Yes. Uh, it's a 7.5 and a 35 IBU. Perfect. Winters change and so do the coats. This one offers the same great taste with new features, including tangerine and cacao nibs. It has the same great insulation of chocolate malt and special bee. And as always, stuffed with fugal, sorry, there's a weird graphic, and stealing hops, sweet orange peel, hard shell, and 100% delicious. Hey. Nice. It's good. I've had some already. That's yeah, well, you know, that's good. That's good. Very nice. And the special edition, it's a winter warmer. I'm sure you're yeah. starting to feel warmer. It's 7.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Good. See the redness coming to my forehead here. Yes. And, you know, like, like you said, uh, this is a brewery you'll probably be... Mm-hmm. Uh, drinking beers from regularly because they are a block away from your apartment. Yeah. So uh, next block. So. Right. Right. So not bad. Not bad. I understand. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I have been talking for the last few weeks about trying to get the beers out of my mini fridge that mm-hmm. are left in there so that I can go and restock. For some reason, I feel like I need to finish what's in there or get yeah. rid of what's in there first before I Oh, is that why you're trying to pawn some beers off on me the other day? Yes. Yes. I see. I see. Yeah, I know. We actually, we actually got to see each other, you know, matched up and all that good stuff, but I totally forgot about the beer. It's, it had just been so long since we'd seen each other face to face. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, these are two beers that I've already had, but I decided that since I've already had these beers, I was going to try some mixing and matching, you know, to do kind of a beer cocktail. See what I could come up with. So Ooh, a beer uh, cocktail. Yes. So uh, I mean, it's a it's a ba- I don't even know if you could call it a beer cocktail, a beer combination, because there is no cocktail to this. There are two beers. Okay. Right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, so I took these. Uh, this is the Cryo IPA from uh, Everybody's Brewing. Uh, it's a very intense, very hoppy. Very, very, uh, uh, this beer kicks you in the face. So, um, you know, it's, I don't, I've had a six pack for a while. Yeah. And I, and I drink them little by little. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll do that. And then I'll break out this Sun River, uh, brewing company beer, the, uh, uh, Trippin or T Rippin Tangerine Pale Ale. And I mixed it together to kind of, uh, sort of cut the uh the cryo because man it's it's intense it is an intense beer so um here we are put it okay yes mixed them together and uh you know it actually worked uh it's still hoppy but it took some of that edge off and you get you get that tangerine it's it's not bad it's not bad you know desperate times call for desperate measures jody and so yeah i mean i I was nervous. I was like, oh, I don't. Sometimes that doesn't work out. You can't mix every beer together and make it work. And I mean, mm-hmm. this is an IPA and a, and a pale ale. And so it's, you know, I don't know. I, I added a little more IPA than pale ale, but I still get a little of that tangerine. This works. This nice. works. So here we are. So, Ooh, yeah. That's a good combo. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the tangerine. That's a, that's a good, mm-hmm. good taste. So. Yeah, hopefully by this time next week, I will have 
different beer in the fridge combos yes done yeah. for so that's funny so there we go so yeah nice beer for the day yes and you can follow along with our beer lists on untapped mm-hmm. the uh the the beer check-in app since you can't really go to a lot of places to check in you can check in on your beers so do that look for the the heavy conversation beer list and uh, follow along with what we're drinking and try some of your own it's yeah, a glorious way to do it. So, you can you can toast us or cheers us? Yes, the ones you think you might like. I, it's just really convenient for me because I I can't remember which ones I've had when I go places, so I use it frequently when I well when I was going places more. So. Right. Well, it's good. It it's it gives you a history, a beer history, yeah. especially if you drink a lot of different kinds. It's good to have. So mm-hmm. yeah, make sure yes. you check in your. Your bush light every time you drink it. Yes, absolutely. Because you need to remember. Need to remember. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All so, right. So yes. So this week, Jonah Hill, uh, and I'm sure if you don't know who Jonah Hill is, uh, maybe some of his bigger ones were Super Bad. That was a really big uh, film he was in. I'm trying to remember what what he started in, and I don't. Ah, uh, man, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Was it super bad? No, there was stuff no. before that, but I just can't. Well, film. Oh, the first film was I Love Huckabees or I Heart Huckabees. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Didn't realize that. Television. He was in all kinds of weird. I mean, he's been in everything. If you don't yeah. know, if you don't know who Jonah Hill is, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm sure you've yes. binged enough of his movies. Right. Past right. Year. And uh, you know he's uh, he's a, a a husky gentleman. You know he he is yeah, a, is right right. And uh, so so uh, recently um, he was uh, photographed by the British tabloid, the Daily Mail. They got some uh, paparazzi pictures of uh, him out there surfing. And uh, as one does, he finished surfing, dried off, took off his shirt. They got some pictures of him shirtless and, uh, you know, kind of put those out there and, um, you know, not, not in the, the, uh, the best way ever, not in the, the brightest light. And so, uh, he actually, Jonah Hill decided to respond to this on his Instagram mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, I'll just read this really quickly since it's here. It says, uh, he says, I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid 30s, even in front of family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body by press and interviewers. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while surfing and printing photos like this and it can't phase me anymore is dope. I'm 37 and I finally and finally love and accept myself. This isn't a good for me post, and it's definitely not a feel bad for me post. It's for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful and awesome and perfect. All my love. Oh, and Daily Mail, not even you can take that smile from my face. So there we go. You know, we talk about this kind of stuff and we talk about body image and the way that uh, bigger people are looked at in society. And it's something that you know, even someone like this, who's, who's an accomplished actor, an accomplished person in his field mm-hmm. still uh, deals with this, you know, and, yeah. and he's uh, certainly has, uh, you know, he's he's been uh, at different 
sizes uh, throughout mm-hmm. throughout his life, and and there's always been this uh, this real like focus on that. And I just can't imagine, you know, uh, I know how 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 it's been for me going through life and kind of learning to love my body and to to get used to it. Yeah, and, and you're not in on a big screen and <laughs> that's right. I, all the time. Yeah, and and it's it is really I I got upset a few different times when I would see. Um, stories about him and his weight and I'm just mm-hmm. like how come you're not talking about what the movie that he's in and whatever he you know how good the movie is or whatever or how bad or what like why are we oh he's gained weight oh he lost a bunch of weight for this role I'm just like right well he's an actor that's like his job is to portray these people but why are we focusing on you know this stupid photo of him from surfing right. and taking a shirt off, changing and whatever. Like, really? Is this what we, I don't care. Sure. Like, yeah, I don't understand. And, and the headline from the Daily Mail is like this weird, long headline. Jonah Hill slips into his black wetsuit for surf day in Malibu before showing off his tattoos while going shirtless to towel himself off. <laughs> right it's uh, so you just told me the whole story right there in the headline i don't understand okay right right and what 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 else happened that day i don't know what yeah right did he get i know by a shark or did he save something from drowning or like right i know man man gets out of water <laughs> and dries off. off yeah <laughs> like, right okay right uh it's slow news day yeah yeah. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And I, I think like the fact that he has been able to, um, find that, get to that place where he's comfortable with his body is mm-hmm. huge. It's huge, you know, because it's just something that so many people don't find, or it takes a long time to process and to get to that place. And, uh, you know, I'd be curious, uh, if it's was it a matter of dealing with so much of this media attention that got him to a place where he was just like, you know what, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, mm-hmm. this do- this doesn't matter what the what these people say in the photos. It's you know, I don't know. It's it's really interesting to me to look at yeah, that. And it and there was a little bit more in a, an article where he um, was on the Ellen Show in 2018, and he said. It's only in the last four years writing and directing my movie mid nineties that I started to understand how much that hurt it got into my head. I really believe everyone has a snapshot of themselves from a time when they were young that they're ashamed of. For me, it's that 14 year old overweight and unattractive kid who felt ugly to the world who listened to hip hop and wanted so badly to be accepted by the, this community of skaters, you know, and, and that's just a universal story. I think absolutely. Of trying to find where you fit in, where you belong and trying to be accepted for who you are. Like, and, and I think it, um, there's not enough attention on the fact that guys are, uh, deal with body image issues. You know, they have, they, you know, we have eating disorders and we have body issues and there's just not a lot of attention given to that. Yes. Women are more prone to those issues, um, they're held to, you know, even, you know, harder standards. Sure. Um, but men are also facing those issues. And I think 
Right. I, you know, it's really nice that he stood up and like, you know, he wasn't angry or anything. It was just like stating a fact, like, right. You're trying to post this picture to try and shame me or make me feel bad. And I don't. Sure. And, you know, I think the big thing out of this, him responding to this in the way that he did, I think that it's huge and it's really important for a lot of people, especially people who are insecure with their bodies uh, for similar reasons. They Mm -hmm. see someone like this who's who's talking about it and uh, who is really uh, who has found a place of comfort with themselves. I think that that says a lot and it means a lot to people and it's we don't always see that a lot of times it's the other way around or the you know you'll see a bigger person who's very focused on um you know talking negatively about their body because it's bigger or mm-hmm. um you know focused on weight loss and really pushing that or apologetic about their bodies and he's not doing that. I think that's, I think that's huge. I think that's really important. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's great to see that and to have that kind of, that kind of response. And it definitely says something to people who are fans of his that, um, that he's stepping out and and talking about that. Yeah. And and it's, it is really important that someone of his caliber said something and like pushed back and, you know, um, it's, it, it was it was interesting um, seeing a lot of celebrities also commenting on his Instagram post, um, giving him support. You know, I'm sure no matter what your weight is or your body looks like in being a celebrity, you get, you know, this kind of harassment and scrutiny. So um, it was nice to see that some other people were kind of supporting him and giving him props and like, you know. Right. Definitely needed. Um I- Absolutely. We need, we need more of this. I think, I think it's, uh, I, I think it's really important. I, I'm looking at the comments now and there's uh, a comment from uh, uh, comedian uh, Tim Heidecker and he says, uh, generally I go shirtless to towel off. So there we go. Yeah. Back, to the, yeah. back to the title. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's how you towel off. Is yes. Take your shirt off. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> yeah. So it's uh <laughs> Judd Apatow says when I take my shirt off at the beach it looks like I'm still wearing a shirt or a sweater now I will show it off with pride so there we go you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. yes so yeah no th- this is this is good and I, I think we need we need more of this and it's good to see uh, someone out there who's had to deal with it for a long long time that uh, I mean I certainly especially when when I was younger and he um, kind of started to to get uh, uh, more well known, and we were seeing him and things. I certainly identified with him because you identify with the people who uh, who reflect you in a lot of ways. So yeah, you know. So this is awesome, and uh, you know, bravo to him, and hopefully this um, helps other people feel better about themselves. And yeah, absolutely. And I think that was the main point of his saying it you know at the end there um where does it say this for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool mm-hmm. have fun you're wonderful and awesome and perfect all my love yes and i mean i was the same way i didn't take my shirt off for the longest time when i was younger going to the pool or going outside mm-hmm. and it was like embarrassing you know if you got made fun of so i totally relate to that you know i've i've gotten to a place now where 
I'm fine with taking my shirt off. I accept the way that my body looks and I'm okay with it. So, you know, it took me until my mid thirties, you know, you know, early to mid thirties to be okay with that. So I definitely, and I wasn't on, you know, on big screens or in the newspapers or anything like that either. So, yeah, right. Right. You know, this made me think about, um, when I was, I, I must've been 10 or 11 maybe. And, uh, there's a, there's a VHS, uh, there's a tape somewhere of, uh, me at, we had a pool party, uh, for my birthday for one mm-hmm. year. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just remember, um, I remember seeing that video afterward and, uh, you know, family members being there and somebody commenting on it. And it was really one of the first times that I felt like my, like my body didn't like it was wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I still, I still remember that. And I mean, I was having a great time and it was fun and, and mm-hmm. all of that running around the pool and that, but I just remember seeing the video and that being the thing that, you know, that, that stuck. And I think, yeah, we just need more, more people and more opportunities to push back against mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And I also think it like, you know, shines a light on the fact that men are dealing with these issues as well. You know, eating disorders, body image issues, all yes. that kind of stuff. It just, you know, brings it back to the surface to highlight that those are issues that we're dealing with. Um, and definitely uh, reach out to um, medical professionals if you're struggling or anything like that. Um, you know, there's lots of resources out there. Um, National Eating Disorder Association, all that kind of stuff. If you're struggling with any sort of eating disorders or issues, definitely reach out for help because there is no, don't be ashamed of it. It's something that a lot of people deal with from time to time. So um, it is, and it's okay. It is. It's okay to talk about it It is. And that's, that's what's important. So, you know, this is a good, Tony Hill can talk about it. You can talk about it. That's exactly right. (laughs) Yes. So there we go. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, let us know what you think, what you think about it and, and kind of seeing this. I mean, obviously, uh, body shaming of any any type is is crap. So, uh, yes, you know, it's it's just I don't know. This just made me feel good that he stepped out there and said something. So <laughs> we'd love to hear what you think and, uh, you know, how you approach this kind of thing. And just tell us about your feels. We want to know. So, yes. Yeah. What are your what are your feels about taking your shirt off at the pool? Yes, yeah, I, I'm at the point now where I, hey, I, I'm good. I'm good with all of it. You know, it's uh, I hit the nude beach when it warms up. Yes, know? I'm looking when forward it warms to it. Up. When yeah. it, yeah, yes, it's not quite there yet. It's I don't know, nope. fifty something maybe today. Yeah, we got to almost sixty today, and it's uh, it was nice, but not nice enough. No, no. so anyway. All right. Yes. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you uh, wanting to talk about this today. Yep. I sent you that little story, and I wanted to chat about it. Yes. Uh, hit us up on social, Heavy Convo, on all your favorite social networks, and uh, let's discuss. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>